You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. And if you want to get your money's worth, stay right here because you're listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. And remember, everybody's got a price for the Million Dollar Man. This is Don West here, and I'm telling you, knockouts and three counts is the podcast, baby. Make sure that's the one you check out, because buddy, like me, they're the real deal, baby. This is Jake the Snake Roberts. Just let me know. You need to listen to knockouts and three counts, or you'll see that damn snake again. This is the Ring of Honor World Television Champion, a.k.a. Shane T, boy, the baddest champion you've ever seen, boy, and you're listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. Watching Knockouts and Three Counts, and hey, man, we're staying bringing you that great content. Last week, we had Kenny Cross ahead of his fight for XFC at XFC 43, and this week, we've got the return of another past guest, but you've got quite the uh, big test for you, literally and figuratively, maybe in the form of a Bigfoot. You've got Brett Big Dog Martin as he goes to war with Bigfoot Silva on October 30th for Torah MMA. How you doing, brother? Good. How are you, bro? Hey, man. I'm uh, I'm surviving. I just got back from L.A. and shit, uh, so I'm still getting used to the time again, but uh, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Throw out your social media real quick. Let everybody know where they can find you and all that good stuff. Uh, Brett Martin. On Facebook, uh, Brett Big Dog Martin for the Facebook fight page, and then uh, Big Dog Two Eight Five on Instagram. All right, Corey. We all know we can find you at Fight Fan from the Three One Three. Son of a bitch, start using your Instagram, That's it. And Facebook. That's it. All right. <laughs> so you've been you've got a uh, quite the news since the last time we talked to you, man. Uh, you know you had a rough run with a couple of those fights with LFA and all that stuff. First of all. I guess the first question we need to ask is how the hell did all this come to be? So what happened with tour MMA and what went into this big marquee matchup that you got? Uh, not a lot, to be honest with you. Um, Lucas Luckis, I think is how they pronounce it is uh Johnny okay. Walker's manager from Brazil. Um, I have spoke with him, you know, on and off for a few years. He obviously reached out a couple years ago, trying to like, uh, see if I needed management, which, you know, obviously everybody knows I'm taken care of and uh, I like to run with who I'm running with. So Lucas a hundred percent respected that. And he's always been, uh, you know, real straightforward ever since. Yeah. So I'm guessing uh, he started matchmaking for Tura. They got the Bigfoot fight and uh, you know, I mean, who else in the regional scene or, you know, who's not on the big show or not getting the respect they deserve that you should call, you know, other than me. I feel like I'm one of the best products uh, in the world uh, on the regional scene or even on the, the low, I guess, low-level pro scene, I guess you would call it. I really don't know how else to put it. I mean, it's the regional scene, but, I mean, there's not even any argument in that, dude. I mean, if you look at your resume, I mean, you're ranked in the top 10 heavyweights in the country outside the UFC. You know, you've got, you know, you've got fights with some of the biggest names outside the UFC. You fought for the LFA title, which is obviously their biggest feeder at this point. I mean, there's really not any real argument you've already got two heavyweight titles and i mean not i mean there's no there's no reason that you shouldn't have been the one who's called about this fight so what are your thoughts on the matchup i mean obviously he's a multi-time ufc vet you know and this is a newer newer promotion at least for the states even uh what are your thoughts on the matchup itself like is there you know like is there any like is there anything that sticks out to you or anything at all? Uh, I mean, the biggest thing that sticks out to me is he hasn't won a fight in like five or eight years. I think if the one five to eight years, I think he hasn't won a fight. And then if you look at the fights he he's taken, he takes tough fights. I mean, I get that, but he's just a Batman. So it's one of these guys that we're going to have to come in and, uh, <clears throat> you know, be, be, uh, on our game. You know what I mean? Say so to speak, not necessarily, uh, you know, I ain't got a like the last couple guys I fought were, you know, very athletic, very, very in their. Some of them are in their prime. You know what I mean? So obviously Silva's kind of past his prime now and 
just trying to stick around and be relevant. So I guess I'm just being another one of those guys that go in there and, and show him that these next wave of fighters are the real fucking deal. So is this like a one fight thing or do you got multi-fight deal? Uh, I don't sign no multi-fight deals no more since the LFA shit. It just doesn't make no sense on the regional scene. Um, and totally to be honest with you, man, unless you're offering me five figures, you're probably not even going to get me to bat an eye at a multi-fight deal because it just doesn't make sense, man. I'm, I'm, I know what my worth is. I see what these other guys that I've beat or that I've competed against getting better, what they're getting paid. You know what I mean? It just, it doesn't make sense for me to, to try to wrap my head around a multi-fight deal unless somebody's trying to actually pay me, you know, what I deserve. And I mean, Kyle had made the point already. I mean, you're top 10 in the nation. I mean, there ain't much else that needs to be said. You know, nine and one record on the pro scene. You've beat some real contenders. I mean, I, I'm surprised, it, honestly, that it isn't the, the call from the upper organizations now. But I mean, like you said, this is a hell of a fight to at least get your name out there in those eyes, you know? Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. yeah no, he hasn't definitely. won a fight in a little while, but shit, man, big, you know. Bigfoot's still Bigfoot, man. No, and that's what I mean. Is is I'm not saying he's not. He hasn't won a fight in a while, but at the end of the day, you can't overlook nobody that's been in the game that long. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people are probably going to look at you know who I am and say, well, well Bigfoot's the better fighter because he's been in the UFC and and blah blah blah. You know, there's always that story, but isn't the real story when these 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 guys come back to fight these prospects that shouldn't the story be these prospects coming up? You know, because I'm the guy you're going to see for the next 15 years. You know, not him. So uh, I'm going to make this all about me and not about him. You know, I respect him and I appreciate everything he's done till this point. Um, but I feel like I'm a different animal and I, I see it every day. Uh, and I, I just, I'm, I'm sick of being quiet and, and uh, kind of sitting back and being a little bit too humble. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm always going to be humble, but I feel like I've been a little bit too humble in uh, these last few years. And I, I'm just, I'm just done with that. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm being as real as possible now. You know, DQs have happened, but at the end of the day, you know, you have to be good enough to get to those fights for those DQs to even happen, let alone, mm-hmm. you know, anything before that where I've beaten guys two years ago who are now, you know, in the UFC. So, I mean, it just, to me, I, I, I'm done being nice. I'm done playing games. If you don't want to pay me, then, you know what I mean, don't reach out. And if, if you don't want me because of how I look, then, you know, I really don't give a shit. I'm going to be here for a long time, so they just better get used to it. It's just funny to me that you're still even hearing that, like, you know, oh, because of how you look. Obviously, everybody wants somebody that's going to look good for TV. But that being said, I mean, I would say Roy Nelson kind of shit all over that when he went on the Ultimate Fighter, won the Ultimate Fighter, and done what he's done in subsequent fights since. I mean, so at this point in 2020, I feel like it's kind of it's kind of stupid to be hearing people, especially when we're talking about heavyweights of all divisions. We're talking about heavyweights. People are talking about how you look. I mean, at the end of the day, your record speaks for itself. Like you said, you don't get to an LFA title fight because you just, because you know people. It don't work that way. So, I mean, it's it's just funny to still see that even in 2020. But, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think the craziest thing for me is, is like I said on, uh, you know, and I talked to Frendo the other day, um, it, it, uh, you know, it's not like high school sports where you show up and, and the person is who it is. You know what I mean? We're, we're professional athletes. Now people are picked, you know, brought into fight. So like I said, whether you're bringing me into lose or win, man, I, I, I could care less. I just don't want, uh, you know, no more bullshit, you know, where they're putting out highlight videos with this guy for two minutes and me for 15 seconds. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm done with that shit. If you're not going to respect me, then, uh, you know I mean? You're going to get the same thing in return. You know, if you're sending me pictures of these guys on a, a photo trying to get me to post it on my page, I probably ain't going to do it. You know what I mean? If it ain't got me on it, I don't want nothing to do with it. This is my business. You know what I mean? I used to play that nice stuff until, uh, you know, I felt like I got spit on, you know what I mean, by what happened in the last, you know, year, year and a half. So I'm just I'm just done with that, man. If people respect me. I respect them. And, and uh, you know, I'll be very uh, clear on how I think fights will go with me from now on, you know, because I, I feel like people aren't understanding, you know, the level of uh, mentality I bring into this. Well, that's a huge I mean, that's that's a huge part of it, though. you got to be able to unfortunately, like Kyle was saying, with the, you know, aspects of, of it being 2020, man, everybody wants to see that story. Everybody wants to see somebody spout off go, you know, tell the tale about what they're about to go do to their opponent or what the hell they've already done, you know? Yeah. And that's, and I, and I get that, but you know, my whole thing is, 
if somebody looks real good, people talk about them. So it works the mm-hmm. same way. Opposite. Absolutely. The world, the world has two different sides. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? People like good and people, people always talk about bad. So if you think I look bad, that should be perfect. Cause as soon as you put me on TV, everybody's going to be talking about me. As soon as I perform all that talking, I've just proved them all wrong once again. So now my brand even goes up farther. So you think they would try to promote me just off the fact of, you know, how I look. But, you know, like I said, if they want to promote me as the fat kid from Little Town Hesperia fighting some big gladiator, I could care less, man. I, like I said, you pay me, I won't say shit. I'll show up. Uh, I'll do what a professional is supposed to do, man. If you want me to sell tickets, I do that too. You know what I mean? I take good care of myself. My my publicity is very well known. Uh, and like I said, I'm very straight, very forward, very humble. So I do everything right. And I'm still not getting the calls after I'm beating these big, these, these good guys or, you know, good guys to whoever, I guess you could say to me, they ain't good. Cause obviously I done smoked them. So, um, my, my whole mentality is just, you know what I mean? I'm going to keep knocking these dudes out and I don't know how much longer I'll be in the fight game. If these people keep trying to offer me this chump change to come fight, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I'm not with that. So hopefully, uh, you know, one of these, I shouldn't say one of these promotions, I've already talked to Bellator, man, you know, and Bellator, has offered me fights and I've signed or said yes to fights. It's just on the other end, they never match up. It seems to see, you know what I mean? You get what I'm saying. So it's you know like you always up. talk about Corey, that a side B side. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I don't want, I don't ever want people to feel like, you know, a big promotion isn't trying to get me in there. I feel like Bellator is trying really hard. Uh, and, and maybe we see that happen. I, I you know, I, obviously I want to go to the UFC. Everybody, everybody talks about the UFC. The dogs are in the UFC. Uh, and the most respected fighters are in the UFC. You know, that's how I build my brand. That's how I get beyond fighting. You know, I'm not in this just to fight. I'm on, I'm in this to build my resume and, and do many things uh, from fighting. So, mm-hmm. you know, like I've said multiple times before on here. So, I mean, I, I I'm with it, man. I, I love to fight and all, all that. It's just, you know, it's all business, that though, the bro. stuff is over. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's business though, bro. At the end of the day, you're trying to have this be all you're doing for a career, man. And I mean, to go with that, to step off fighting a little bit. I mean, you're going to have a family here soon. You know, you're, you're getting married or didn't you get married already? No, yeah, right. Uh, this, this weekend, Saturday. That's what yeah. I thought. I couldn't remember whether no. it was, I, I knew it was coming no. up. So first of all, no, congratulations no. on yeah. that. Congratulations. All, man. What are your yeah, thoughts you. on that? And does that like, you know, how are you feeling with that getting married uh, in a pandemic of all fucking things? Man, I'm, I'm just, I'll just put it this way. I'm a dog. When it comes to, you know, that's why I like my nickname because I put a lot of things on my plate and I feel like when I do put a lot of things on my plate, sometimes they might go bad, but you see what my record is, man. No matter what I'm doing, I got other things going on with fighting. You know what I mean? I I work a full-time job. I work during the winter, you know, so like, like when I fought Parisian, I was plowing the whole winter. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm constantly working. I, I constantly got things going on. So this was just another thing. And the lady 100% supports my fighting, man. Like I said, I'm completely blessed. Not many, very many guys run into a lady like mine. And, uh, you know, she's just with it. She just wants to be, uh, she wants just, just to make it official. You know what I mean? So we don't do much drinking. We're not too big into partying, obviously, just because, uh, you know, I'm always, like I said, I'm always busy, man. I'm a hard worker. I'll party later on, you know, when I know my kids and shit are set, you know, so. And, I, you know, and obviously I get down a little bit after my fights, but when I'm in camp, I'm pretty serious and I really don't have time to do much else other than work and, and train. I respect it. Well, Corey, I'm flapping my gums. I know you got yours laid up over there, man. Well, I mean, we've kind of touched on a couple of the issues, but I mean, like we were saying, man, nine and one, that's a hell of an impressive record, man, in the pro heavyweight division. I'm I just I keep digging at the fact that I'm surprised. I mean, Bellator is obviously a very big organization, but it kind of jumps back to what Kyle was saying with the whole A side, B side. It kind of sounds like what I'm assuming Torah MMA is trying to do with you as well, trying to feed you to somebody that's, you know, a little more well known and shit, hoping to get, you know, their guy a, a win. And then I, it ain't looking to go that way, I can tell. Yeah, no, and, and and I ain't got no issue. Like I said, man, I could be the underdog. Like, I, I was the underdog when I was little. You know, I was a 215-pound mm-hmm. uh, wrestler in high school that was 5'7", my freshman, sophomore year. You know what I mean? So I've, I've been the underdog since being the underdog. I, I could care less. So, 
Tour has been all right. You know, I mean, there's the, the little issues. Like, they tried to send me a picture with somebody else on it to post it. It's got my opponent on it. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I was like, yeah, yeah come on, man. I'm not promoting Bigfoot. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even – I'm not a fangirl. You know what I mean? I love fighters, man. I, and like, But like I said, man, I'm in this for a whole different reason than the mm-hmm. the, the clout. I don't need no clout. Yeah. The clout shit. I'm from the country, man. The only thing I'm worried about is my girl – my girl's clout, you know, like making sure my family respects me and loves me and, and understands exactly how I'm moving. You know what I mean? I don't want my family mm-hmm. to think I'm fake or ever, you know, I'm the same person today that I was when I was 16, just smarter. You know what I mean? So I, I could care less about the, all that other shit. I just, like I said, man, I want tough fights. I want shit. That's going to make me get up in the morning, not fighting these guys that, you know, so-and-so, Oh, he'll fight you just because somebody wants to fight you. Doesn't mean you yeah. should fight them. That makes no sense. You know what I mean? Like a fight where people think you're not going to win is a fight that I want to take. And I take a lot of fights like that. That's why this one makes sense. Cause I see a lot of people talking. So, I mean, even if I do lose, which, you know, it's been, yeah, like I said, I got one. I got one, so I, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll be humble in that. So if it does happen, I'll, I promise you, I'm going to do the same thing after the first time I lost as an amateur and the second time I lost as a pro. I go on like these long five, six fight win streaks. You know, what I mean, I don't, I get better. So I mean, if I lose, cool, man. I'm going to be right ready to revamp and, and get back to business. I'm only 26 years old. You know, what I mean, I just started a family. I got a job. I got a house, uh, two cars. You know, my life is is in great hands right now. I'm just trying to keep building. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to get comfortable. So, like I said, it's I just I, I like to take tough fights. And if it's not a tough fight, then, you know, I mean, you probably won't even see me really reach out. That's why I've been struggling so hard lately trying to get fights is because if it's not Tony Lopez, who's got 80 fights or Bigfoot Silva, who's in the UFC or a Bellator vet, you know, I'm not really interested you know what i mean because it just doesn't make no sense to my brand i just took two fights for lfa against you know guys that are on the same level as me and you've seen how that went and i'm taking those mm-hmm. fights for like barely any money taking time off work and traveling halfway across the country to try to fight so i mean and i'm doing that again with this fight which it is what it is i'm not trying to complain i'm just saying I, you see me doing these things not any other heavyweights yeah, and that's you made the you made the point of age. That was something I was going to bring up later in the uh, in the interview. Is uh, that's extremely young at heavyweight. I mean, not only have you looked impressive and built up your record. I mean, that is young at heavyweight. You see the way that the divisions play out, especially like up towards the higher end, man. Well, you mentioned Bellator. Bellator's yeah. heavyweight division for the majority. Is look at the tur- look at the tournament they look at the tournament they ran last year or the year before. Yeah, and it's so hard for me. And when I was younger, man, like I, I shouldn't say younger. A couple of years ago, it was easy mm-hmm. for me to watch fights. It's so hard for me to watch some of these fights, man. It's mm-hmm. I don't even really enjoy watching you some UFC fights anymore, just because it, it. I just got such a bitter taste in my mouth, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm not a bitter person, but you work. I work extremely hard, man. I got tough. I've wasted a lot of time on my my youth. You know, 22 to 26 now from my family, my girl. You know what I mean? I just want my respect. And, and that's that, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm always going to be here, but it's just different now. You know what I mean? I, I'm a, like I said, yeah, I'm 26. To fight for. Yeah, I'm 26. Mm-hmm. I get that. But think about a lot of these guys, like he says, in the heavyweight division, these guys are 37, 38, taking a year off before they fight. Mm-hmm. I was 25, 13 months ago. You know what I mean? And I fought one of the mm-hmm. biggest most threatening prospects with a, with power in both hands, a scary guy. Mm -hmm. And I controlled him for 22 minutes until he had a meltdown and started throwing illegal blows. You know what I mean? That's not my doing, (laughs) but at the end of the day, I'll take that. However, y'all want to give it to me all a little BS DQ. Then I'll take this fight and I'll finish this dude. If that's what's to come, you know what I mean? I don't care. Like I said, it's just, I'm the one out here doing this. And I'm, like I said, I was 25 and now I'm 26. So it's a year of still growing. My body hasn't even, my brain's still expanding. You know what I mean? My body's still growing into being a man. You know, I'm starting to get a lot stronger. I've been working, you know, like I said, my life's a lot more simple now. I've been at the same job for about four years. So, you know, things, things are going good. That's why I say these guys, I, I, I'm not too upset anymore. I was a little bit last year, but since I've been, you know, with Jamal doing so well and, and being able to train with him and listen to how his coaches uh, see me and even the other people I've been training with, you know, at different gyms, just seeing how people react to uh, grappling with me and, and, and just being around me. I know in my mind now, you know, within the last year, 
that I'm going to be a problem for anybody in the world, regardless of how big, what they do, you know, like I'm so well-rounded, I'm going to be an issue definitely in, in four or five years. So that's why I say you'll probably never see me go away. I'm going to be here for a while. Hey, and that's, you can't not respect that, though, man. I mean, at the end of the day, your record's going to speak for itself. We've said that multiple times on this show, but I mean, it's at a, at a certain point, you can't look at somebody's record and look at the people that you're fighting. And then, even if you if you talk about this, you know, uh, I mean, I know you follow the show, so you know that we've been bringing on a lot of guys from the Contender Series and all that kind of stuff, but. Like when we first started doing the contender series interviews at the beginning of the quarantine, you know, I told Corey, you know, when Josh Parisian showed up again, I told him, I was like, you know, they've already fought. Brett's already fought Josh, you know, and you got all, and you got all these things. I said, you know, I'm telling you, bro. And that's, you know, and Corey brought that up uh, with the A side B side thing when we interviewed Kenny, because they kind of, you could tell there was a difference in, how they talked about it. And then like, you could even hear in the way they described, you know, both guys. And I feel like a lot of times they're trying to do that to you as we've talked about. So I feel like now, I feel like the, I don't mean to interrupt, but I feel like the contender series, like banks on bringing these guys back. Like, that's what it seems like this year. Like, that's why Kenny, Kenny performed pretty well, but it's like, Oh, we're going to bring him back. So it's like, they want to bring you back so they can try to build some hype, man. It's just, if, it if does I got seem to... that way in a sense, because that one guy, what was that guy's name that they signed to the uh, the developmental contract on the last one? Uh, the black uh, guy. Uh, William Knight. Yes. Yeah. 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 So he about. fought on the last one. He won, and then they signed him to a developmental contract. Now, obviously, we cover wrestling, so that's nothing new that happens in a lot of things. But I'm just saying, like, that does kind of go with what you're saying in a way. Yeah, and think I, about I it. just see it as, like, they're, they're building fighters. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if you call me right now with the Contender Series fight, man, like I said, I'll probably tell you shove it right where the sun don't shine. You know what I mean? I, I, I would love to fight for the UFC, but if you're going to call me and tell me I got to prove to my, prove to you again after <laughs> I finish this, dude, you know what I mean? I'll probably laugh at you because, dude, if you think I'm not close with XFC, you know, Myron reached out to me beginning of quarantine about what was going on with xfc so you know i mean if you think i ain't got people reaching out and trying to get things set up for my future you know you're crazy like i said man i'm a smart kid i'm not stupid um and that's what's crazy about this covid thing is i see a lot of fighters struggling to get along well last year people were making fun of me because i work full time you know what i mean then i beat parisian and everybody kind of went away and quit bringing it up well i still work full time through this covid while everybody else has been laid up trying to figure out how to p- take care of their families. You know what I mean? So that's why I say I'm different is because I think a little bit different than everybody else. I totally respect you. that, man. You gotta, we, were, we were just talking about that, bro. Like I just got back from LA Monday. I went out there with one of our past guests to kind of expand, expand the brand. You know, I'm out there going that's to shows like GCW and getting these interviews with other guys, man. So yep. I totally can respect where you guys are going, man. That's why like any chance I get to help guys like you or anybody else, you know, who are local guys, man, I'm, I'm all over that. Yeah, no. And that's a, and that's the big reason when, when uh, Jamal took that fight, you know, I'm not going to be able to travel a lot with the way my schedule is, but with COVID, when COVID hit, it actually kind of blessed me because I was getting days off of work. You know what I mean? So I ended up being able to go for me. Yes. And I got to be able to go with him into his fight and, and, and what a beautiful opportunity. And that's, that's the type of stuff I'm in this for. You know, that was my dream. I told people, I had somebody buy me uh, tickets to the Chicago UFC show. And I told them like, I'm not going, man. You know, (laughs) as a fighter, I, I believe in, if I'm going to go, I want to, I want to be fighting in it. I don't want, or cornering or, you know, helping, helping a, a, a buddy. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to pay my way when I believe I should be there. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm just, I've just never been about that. I don't think I paid to go to very many shows unless it was to go watch one of my like close friends. You know, I, I, like I said, this is a business to me. So I try to treat it as such, you know, that way when my kids are here and I need to be putting money towards their life and not fighting, I'm not making the wrong decisions. You know what I mean? Thinking that fighting is going to back me the way I back it. You get what I'm saying? Cause no, it's just, I, I totally that's respect not, that. that's not how and it that's- works. That's the right mindset to have too, because at least that way you're straight either way it goes, man. It's uh, yeah, definitely. 
I mean, it, it's it's an interesting time. So that's another thing I want to talk to you about. Obviously, this will be your first fight post uh, quarantine, all that kind of stuff, quarantine, COVID, all that stuff. What are your thoughts about going into a fight where there's, I mean, are they going to have fans at this fight? I mean, I know it's in Florida. Yeah, yep. no, it's in Florida. So right now they're saying, yeah, but I mean, we're seeing everything spike back up. And this is exactly the time they said everything was going to spike back up, you know. So yeah. <laughs> who knows? I, I, I work outside every day, man. I'm around people every day. I train every day. Um, so I, 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 I'm all for protecting the people and, and trying to do things the right way. But you only live one life, man. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I'm not getting any younger, you know, and the old people ain't getting any younger. So if I'm going to die, I say this all the time, I'm going to die. I'm going to die, bro. And I, I'm going to go out uh, enjoying my life. So, so obviously I do a good job of being careful and, and I wear a mask when I'm out and around people, you know, I, I follow all the rules. I'm not trying to be a, a, a prick to anybody that's, you know, being really COVID, you know, careful. I'm just doing what I'm doing and, and, and doing my best to uh, stay in people's good heart. You know what I mean? Hey, yep, man, and that's, the I day, feel the same way. Exactly. Yeah. So that was you got to really, do what you got to do. You can't shut the whole world down and have, well, yeah. And, it, and, uh, and you know, you want people to die in their home. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, you know I mean, I can die driving my car. You know what I mean? My, my girl just, my girl just had some friends lose both of their parents in a head on collision. Just bam, like that. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I get COVID. You know, if COVID was as bad as they talk about, you know, I, I live in, I lived in a country my whole life and never seen, you know, bums on the street. So then I moved down here, you know, in my adulthood to, to build a career and a life. So I pay really close attention to those things because I like to care about people. You know what I mean? But these same guys are on the corner, man, and they're healthy. You know what I mean? They don't get no hygiene. They get, you know, they don't have money for masks. They're hanging out together for warmth every night. You know what I mean? Like, and these, these people are healthy. So if it was as bad as it was, you know, killing people wise or actually hurting people. I get people get sick, but people get sick every day. People battle cancer every day, which is an actual life threatening thing for any yeah. age human being, let alone a, uh, an 80 year old. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and my grandparents know exactly how I am. You know, they're coming to my wedding this weekend. We're going to do everything we can, you know, and we're having a smaller wedding just for the fact that we knew a lot of people wouldn't come just because of COVID, you know? So I've been, like I said, I, I care for people and I'm not trying to seem like I don't. I just don't believe in uh, completely shutting the world down and making people suffer and die. You know what I mean? Why not live good life and then die, you know, happy instead of suffering right before you pass away. I'm just, so, I've just never been that way. To go off that, man, you know, it's crazy you say that. Cause like I said, I just got back from LA. I was out there at the uh, GCW show. Shout out to them. It was ran, yeah. ran real well, socially distanced, all that good stuff. Good for them. It was crazy, man, because just the week before, one of our past, a couple of our past guests, you know, you had uh, Lindsey Snow who won uh, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, and you had Nolan who was doing his thing at Paradigm, but they had a three-day-long event in Indiana, but this one was ran all inside, and there was all this backlash on Twitter and everything else because obviously, obviously with the given climate, you knew somebody was going to get COVID. I mean, I hate to say it, but you knew at least one was going to get COVID. Unfortunately, yep. they were people that I knew. There were people that I knew that got COVID. There were people that uh, past guests of the show, Megaran, who was out there with me, had had caught COVID. You know, I mean, it's not to say that people aren't going to catch it, but to go off of what you're saying, I mean, I have Crohn's disease, right? So it's an autoimmune disease. So yep. for me, I'm at high risk of it, fully aware of that. But just like you said, at the same time, man, like, I know I don't I can't speak for nobody else and I'd love to hear you know your thoughts on uh you know how it's uh affected you at all but for me man it's like yeah at first was I super like oh shit like I don't you know I ain't trying to be like yep. all up in nobody's business or none of that yep. kind of shit because I wasn't trying to catch it fair game I ain't even gonna say I wasn't but now here we are what yeah that was in April so you're what six months six months of this pretty much six months I mean I'm not saying that it's not serious. My supervisor at work passed away from it. But at the same oh, wow, time, okay. at the same time, man, like you said, for somebody like you who's chasing a dream where obviously you're not going to fight in Michigan all the time, no. or like in my case where you had to go out to LA to go, you know, go make some moves and things. Yes, there needs to be um, precautions put in. Yes, you need to be careful about things. And yes, you need to be mindful of other people around there. 
But if we're all going to stay stuck up and like stuck because of COVID, I mean, holy shit, can you imagine the mental damage? That it's already done, and what's yeah, going to continue even, to happen? Not, let alone adults, man. That's where I, that's where people I think are missing a lot of the stuff I say about this COVID stuff. You know, people overlook the fact of how many kids get you know mental and physical abuse day in and day out in their homes. The only time they feel comfortable is when they are at school. You know what I mean? And I was yeah. lucky enough to grow up in a great home, a great childhood, and I see a lot of. A lot of my friends that didn't get that, you know what I mean? And not, I'm not even saying they were mentally or physically abused, just even money-wise, you know what I mean? I grew up in a town where, like, virtual learning right now, I was just talking about it at my bo- with my boss. There's no way everybody mm-hmm. in my hometown's got Wi-Fi. I guarantee it. You know what I mean? There's just it's, – it's, it's almost impossible, just like anywhere it probably is impossible, you know? Yeah. But living out there in the country, there's no way to get Wi-Fi unless you're paying $80, $90 a month. And some of those families can't afford that. So I just – I morally worry about the youth coming up because that's what the biggest issue is in the, in, in the world right now. Anyways, is, you know, we're not doing things right in the middle age that way. Therefore, when people are getting 50, 60, they're still living the 30, 40 year old years when they're supposed to be living 50, 60 year old years. You know, you, you see way too many old people working way too damn hard and not enjoying life. I don't want to be that way. So that's, why i fight you know i mean that's sucks to be that way i'm not really a fighter but if you're telling me you're gonna pay me a a good chunk of change because i do things right and i'm a professional and i i can knock somebody out then shit you know i mean maybe my kids won't have to do that Uh, i feel that 100 percent, man that's that's my motto man these kids don't stop eating i I can't stop working man yeah exactly and you know and and with the covid stuff traveling you know I, i get the precautions but you know, my big thing when it all, I was real careful when it all first started, you know, they shut our work down and, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, I took probably a good three, four weeks off of work where I only had to go in for a couple hours and there was nobody else in and, you know, whatnot. But my thing is, is why are we taking these precautions now? You know I mean? What, what happens when these flus come through and wipe out, you know, almost, you know, 30% of the old folks in an in in a area, you know, they, you don't see grocery stores wiping their carts down and trying to take care of their people then so what's the difference now with this covid that's putting out about the same type of numbers yeah more people are getting you know tested for covid but the death ratio is is not it's just like the flu or you know or any kind of a a a cold you know what i'm saying so to me it's like why aren't we taking these precautions year round every day to take care of our fellow human beings then, oh, there's a pandemic, so now we got to act like we do. I agree right. with that 110 that, that just sounds like 100% America to me. You know what I mean? And I, and I have a big problem with that. You know, that just sounds sounds like the same issue with, you know, uh, the police brutality and in, in inner schools and in in, in in city school systems. You know what I mean? It's, it's mm-hmm. the same kind of issue. It's like until something bad happens, we don't show we don't shine no light on it. Something I agree bad 100%. happens. Like, oh, Look at look at we're putting light yep. on it, so don't be mad at us. Don't be mad at us. We're shining light on it when it's like we should always hold everybody to the same standard and and make sure people, no matter what their job are, that they're trying to you know progress, become better people. That way, it shows the youth that they always have to become better people. You know, you can't just we got too many people that are comfortable and just not not doing nothing, not being nothing. You know what I mean? We got to be able to teach our youth to to be, to want to be better. You know what I mean? And that's the, how the world's going to last longer, in my opinion. You got to have tangible skills too. That's, that's a big thing, man. A lot of like, I, put it this way. I, I feel like I give this example like once every other episode or something like that, but I do garage doors for a living. Yep. Normally a two man crew job, you know, as you would think yep. I work by myself because I'm not going to work with one of these young cats that are just a dumbass that doesn't even show interest in what the hell. You sound just like one of my best friends. He does underdecking, which is supposed to be a two-man job. He travels all over, all over the, all over the United States by himself, man, putting them up, just because he kind of deals with the same situation. It's just hard to find real help, man. It's hard to find somebody. And that starts with the parents, you know. And it starts, Mm -hmm. like I said, it starts with us right now, 25, 30 year old people understanding that we got to be able to teach our kids to, you know, listen to the right people, pick and choose, you know, they got to be able to uh, stick up for themselves, so to speak. That's how got, that's how people become good workers is is not necessarily uh, 
you know, doing all the right things at the right time, but being able to stick up for yourself when, when you need to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? When you're feeling like you're being yeah. stepped wrong or, you know, people are looking at you, Chris, cause that's what I have to do on a day to day basis. I, you know what I mean? Like I grew up, like I said, in a small town as a black mm-hmm. kid. So I had to learn it very, very early in my life. You know, my dad, my dad never made anything about color, but it was always there, but he never let us see it that way. You know what I mean? So I hope I can do the same for my kids, you know, and that's, and that's what I mean is we got to be able to uh, bat the eye to the stuff that doesn't matter and, you know, focus on the things that are, are really true. You know what I mean? What, yeah. what we, what we care about, what we believe in. Well, I think well, you well, hit the nail on the head with it, bro. When you're talking about, you know, it taking something like what happened to George Floyd to happen for people to start looking at shit. Or, yeah, and it, and it and it comes and goes. You know, five years, yeah. something else will happen, and we'll be right back here, yeah. literally in the same shoes. You know what I mean? It just, it just, it just doesn't make any sense. We don't ever learn. That's the problem. Yep. I mean, well, there'll be, you know, be small. Gets, I think the biggest thing I said it on Frendo's podcast with Frendo is, you know, uh, as a police Matt officer. Frendo. Yes, sir. I love Matt Frendo. Can never, never, never know bad love for Frendo. No, but Frendo's you know, good um, people. Definitely. I just wanted to shine. I, like I said, on his podcast, you know, I wanted to shine the light on, you know, as a police officer, you sign, you know, you sign up for that, just like I sign up to fight. So there should mm-hmm. be a stipulation in every police officer's contract that when somebody's life is taken, whether it was by you or by somebody else, um, you know, uh, by a victim, you know, what I mean, or by somebody that you were supposed to be apprehending, if they take somebody else's life and there's a crime scene, anytime there's a situation like that, you should be put somewhere, whether it's a drunk tank by yourself. Or, you know, somewhere where you are safe. Yes, I get you the police officer. So, you're, you know, your safety matters. So, I'm not saying throw them in there with the people that they arrested. But I'm saying you need to have something wrote down in these oaths or in these contracts where when these police officers make a mistake, which I get it because people make mistakes every day. But when you make a mistake, you get it. You, you know, you're at fault. So, it's like how come these police officers, when they make a mistake, aren't at fault? So therefore, it should be on every contract that when somebody's life is taken or something happens on a crime scene under, you know, uh, when you're on watch, whether there's four or five, six, 20, 30, however many cops you got standing there, they all should be held until further, like just like a uh, just like a criminal would, you know, until further until they know for a fact you are no longer a threat to anybody in the community. You know what I mean? Or, and, and that you are a hundred percent innocent. You know what I mean? That that's, and, and a lot of the guys that get apprehended as criminals are innocent and they still, and they still get proven guilty or that a lot of guys that are guilty get, get away. So that's why I'm saying, why is it people have to die? You know, that's, I think if we completely cut the, the police officers off of their, their, uh, when they make a mistake, like, Hey man, you got to sit here until we figure out what happened and then we'll let you go home. I think a lot of the rioting and all the BS about the racial shit, which really doesn't matter anymore. You know what I mean? I think the racial shit is what they want. That's what people want. Well, people yeah, they want everybody to be divided. Yes, they want, I mean, they want, they want divided, people to fight. Then nobody's yes, paying war. attention to their bullshit. Yes, they want yep. war. So that's why I'm saying I think if we if we put cops, which I have buddies that are cops, you know, and if they disagree with this, then so be it. But at the end of the day, you know, I mean, I sign up to fight. So if I don't do something like make weight, I pay you. You know what I mean? That's my fine. If I don't get my medicals done, I don't fight. You know what I mean? I do something wrong during the fight. I don't win the fight. That's how it works. Just like anything else. You know, so you sign up for this to protect people. You know, that's that we're giving you power by being able to pull people over, uh, apprehend people, throw people to the ground, be aggressive towards people. You, You know what I mean? So why isn't there a lining in their contract that says if you overstep your power until you are 100 percent proven innocent that you did not overstep your power because of the situation that happened you know because there is some situations where the police officer obviously have to have to protect their life but if a guy's in handcuffs and he's getting his shit choked out of him and there's three or four people holding him down you sit in that damn jail cell until something else comes back you know proving you a hundred percent innocent when we got you on camera saying you ain't you know what i mean so it's like i'm saying that's why the riots and all that stuff is happening it's because these people see people getting held to a higher standard than we are you make a mistake you're in jail therefore a police officer makes a mistake he should be held double accountable because he signed up for that job like that's that's my point i don't sign up for fighting and then when i don't fight well be like well you know i signed up for it and i just i just wasn't prepared for it so you know it it is what it is nah man if i signed up for a fight and got my ass whooped nobody's gonna want to call me back because i didn't do it right that's the whole point. That's that's why I'm saying with a police officer, if you don't do your job right, you shouldn't be able to just go home with your family. 
You know what I mean? Definitely if somebody was killed, you know what I mean? You should be held to a higher, 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 higher standard than anybody else in the world because you are a police officer, which I get it because they're underpaid. So it's hard to, you know what I mean? It's hard to want to keep getting better at your job when, when everybody else is paid more, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of pointed fingers going on. So I, like I said, on Matt's thing, I think it's a, a two person problem, but I oh, think a lot sure, of because I mean, there's there's definitely situations where a, a cop's not in the wrong, man. Yep. Like, I mean, there's there's both sides to every story. But yeah, the, the moral of it is we need to be able to find that equal medium ground where this is what's this is this and this is that and period. Not no more. None of this bullshit, you know, blue, well, green, that, red, whatever. That's oh, why yeah, it's the four a, cops that's... are offering the four cops are uh, the four cops that killed the man are at home right now on suspended pay. What do you think people are going to do, man? Well, that's, that's why like, it's, oh, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, it's that, cool. Let them, let them, let them chill. No, that's why it's uh, shit to the ground. That's why it's such a joke, man. When you hear about these incidents like this and then all of a sudden, oh, none of the, the, the officers were wearing body cams, but none of the for- footage was recorded or, you yeah, know, dude. shit like that. It's like, man, like, and we got, I mean. we got all be- this access to data. We got all, I mean, like we got. I don't want to make this a super crazy political podcast, but I mean, we got all this shit on uh, uh, availability to store data, track data, you know, do everything hey, when watch, it comes to storing. Watch it. my friendo interview because I said the exact, just the exact same thing you just said with the cameras, the 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 buildings that are around. You're talking about you were in a city. Yep. You ain't even in a country. You're in a city, so there's yep. probably 17 different angles. You know yep. what I mean? So all four of those cops, and even the videos I've seen, and I only watched it a couple times. It's hard to watch. Like I said, I it love is. my fellow Americans, it let is. alone my fellow black Americans, because I know what a lot of them go through in the inner city because I grew up in the country. So when I go to the inner city, I see it clear as day because mm-hmm. I didn't get treated that way because if they tried that shit, my dad would have been right up in the principal's office. It's a small town. So like I yep. said, don't be, my dad would go right up to the principal and be like, don't let me catch you outside of this school. You know what I mean? Because like I said, it's a small town. It ain't like the city. Everybody knows where you live. You know what I mean? So in mm-hmm. the country, you got to do things a lot different because people will run up on you out there. You know what I'm saying? Just like they will in the city, but it's even smaller. So you have to be careful how you treat people. In the city, they get away with a lot of things, man. That's why I said it, 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 it makes me sick to my stomach, man. It, it really does. It's sad. Well, sad for our fellow Americans. Well, like you were saying with the small town vibe, man, I mean, it's hard to hold it, you know, somebody accountable in a city of a million compared to a, you know, town of, you know, 20,000. It's a lot. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a drastic difference in that regard. That's where, like I was saying, you need like the technology and stuff. So you can actually yeah, or you it need, on a case by need, case basis. You need to start pumping savage ass cops into these rural areas, man. You need to get, why aren't we training these 19, 20 year old cops to be MMA fighters, throw them in MMA fights or make them do something that's so out of their world they're not used to it you know something that puts you name something that puts your body in a state of like you know what i mean of panic yeah your body's in a state of shock your body ain't supposed to get hit in the face yes exactly so that's why you see yes yeah high school sports can do that but dude you're so comfortable in those that's nothing like fighting you know what i mean so you got two cops why can't you sign them up to fight that way they know what it's like to that that feeling you know what i mean the more you know that feeling the more comfortable you're going to be well, we're talking about that fighting feeling, man. We've got a pretty big fucking fight this weekend, man. You got Khabib and Gaethje. So Sweet I want to know, who the fuck are you rolling with and why? Uh, I've always been – I like both guys. Like I said, I, I used, I, every time I see a lot of title fights, there's not very many times I'm like, oh, I don't like one guy. man. I'm, yeah. I, I'm, like I said, I like fighters. I respect all fighters just for the fact of, you know, it's not easy to do this shit. Um. But I'm going to have to go with Kahib just for the fact that I'm a huge DC fan. I've always been a DC fan, so I love the relationship that DC carries with Kahib. So I like I like Kahib, uh, Khabib, but Gaethje is – dude, he's, he's freaking a dog, scary, bro. man. He's freaking – because like he posted – he said in his interview, I seen it posted today. He said, even if I barely touch you, I leave damage. You know what I mean? If I the touch fact. you, damage. He said, one thing I know about Tony Ferguson is he likes damage. One thing we don't know about Kahib is, does he like damage? It's like, that's a scare. Like, that's that's the type of fighter I yeah. am. You know what I mean? Like, I'm cool with, you want to go to war, man, let's, like I said, I, I hope I hope Silva shows up like he showed up against Mark Hunt because I'm totally cool with that, man. I, I, that's a brand builder. 
You know, like I don't, I don't, I'm not going nowhere. So that's what I like about Gaethje is the fact that he never changed his style, even when people told him he should. He's changed it a little bit. Don't get me wrong. But what really changed his style is the boy got laser surgery on his eyes because he finally made enough money to fix his eyes. So now he can see a little better. It's crazy how when you can see, you're a better fighter. You know what I mean? The dude, the okay. dude's just an absolute savage. So out of, I think out of the last couple title fights, you know, even the DC Stipe fight, the last one, you know, I think I'm, I'm, Gaethje's probably the scariest, uh, you know, con- contender for sure. Unless I you're mean, talking about real that- Rob, but. The thing that makes that fight so interesting is just that he's got that wrestling background. So it's I, I told Corey the same thing. I mean, if I'm betting, I got to go with Khabib. But if anybody's got a chance to beat Khabib, Gaethje does because Dude, if he and, can and stop any just, of those takedowns yep. and crack him in the mouth, we're going to yep. find out real and, quick and it, in a hurry what Khabib can take and what Khabib can't take. Yeah, and then you see a lot of these guys get the – the wrestling credential, you know what I mean? But Gaethje actually is a very high level wrestler. So that's, that's what I like. You know, you see a lot of these fighters come through and they say, Oh, he was a high level wrestler. You know, and he was an all state high school wrestler or some shit like that. That's not high level. You know what I mean? Like high levels guys that were, you know, all Americans on any level in college. If you're an all American to me, you're pretty good. So guys like Gaethje, you know, John Jones, all those guys, those guys are high level wrestlers. So I don't feel like Kahib has really ran into anybody that is as high level as Gaethje is takedown defense wise. Gaethje doesn't force wrestling in a lot of his fights, fights, but that's because he forces violence. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that's just a complete different animal. Yeah, you got it's, your fam shouting out a, in the comments over here, big dog talking about oh, yeah. scarier than the big dog. I see you over here, man. <laughs> that's funny. No, my family's always got my back. That's what's so cool. And I think that's what, once again, I feel like that's why a lot of people don't understand. You know, a lot of fighters would call it quits when, you know, people say, oh, when, you know, my buddy was going to get in the UFC and the UFC told him he was too fat. So then he just hung them up. It's like, well, that, that tells you exactly why they probably didn't want your boy. I'm not like yeah. that. You know, well, like, I'll hang them up when my family tells me I should hang them up. And my family is coming to this fight. They came to, they come to every fight. They support me in every fight. Um, you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I got a great family. That's, that's a big part of my fighting is my family. I love fighting for my family. I think that's why I fight so hard is because I represent you my have something to fight for. Yeah. Well, with that being said, man, before we let you get out of here, any last words for your opponent, Bigfoot Silva and what the fans can expect on October 30th live for Torah MMA. Also, where the hell can you watch it? Is it going to be on fight TV or it's on, uh, it's on Fox sports. Nice. So not your not your local Fox Sports channel, the actual Fox Sports channel. Yeah, okay. I've seen that. That and was that, actually I, uh, oh, not to interrupt. I seen that they announced that today. I, I seen that it was. Uh, it, is it uh, the, just the Deportes channel, or is it actually no, all Deportes? The Deportes is probably big for the Brazilian people in America. Yep, that's what like, I so that you can so that you can yeah. get it in Portuguese. But they're going to – obviously, Fox Sports will probably have it in English. Like that's, And I'm okay. sure they're going to be doing something okay. probably on their, their Facebook. You know, it seems like they're – and I'll know more this Saturday because they're doing a, a show this Saturday. So I'll be able to kind of see how things are ranked. Yeah. Like I said, I, I've never really fight, fought for them. So, And I'm not – like I said, they're not paying us for ticket sales or nothing like that. So I haven't been really – too prone like i said i'm getting ready for my wedding and i'm worrying about the things that that that, you know i care about so yeah you got um, enough stress on your end yeah and i and i obviously uh you know i i do all my promotion very well on my page for my fights and shit so it's not like i'm just in the dark but um yeah it should be on fox sports as far as i know and i'm sure um my manager and all them will be down there so i'm sure somebody will be going live on facebook you know so and yeah, big, big love to Bigfoot for, for, uh, you know, coming back and fighting, you know, uh, guys like me don't get opportunities like that without veterans in the game. And, and I hope I'm in his shoes one day, you know, uh, taking on some young vet after I've had a great career and everybody in the world knows who I am. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting to go in there and like I said, man, handle business pretty quick. Uh, we've been working on some things very hard the last few years and, uh, so you're looking for about- a finish then. Oh no, yeah, yeah. No more bullshit, man. No, no, no decisions, no DQs, none of that. I'm not even gonna let it get there. You know, what I mean, I, I'm like I said, I feel like I feel like my athleticism and all the rest of the things that I I do are just gonna be too big of an issue for him. You know what I mean? Uh you know, all I gotta worry about is his big punches. You know what I mean? Uh he, yeah, he's a black belt, but I'm like one of the last people in the world you wanna be on the ground with. And I can promise you that. So 
Um, the ground don't really scare me. And maybe I do get subbed up one day when it comes, I'll, uh, I'll swallow those words, but I grapple with a lot of high level grapplers now. And, and like I said, man, I'm going to be a big, big issue for people on the ground. So I'm, I'm ready for wherever the fight goes. I'm thinking first round finish. I want to get in there and get done with handle business and, uh, you know, get to hanging out with my lady, be able to enjoy a drink and, uh, you know, talk about the rest of our life. Hey, man, I like it, and congratulations to you both, both Mr. and Mrs. Martin. Hey, in the comments, they're asking you to share out what's going on with the Fox Sports thing for the people who can't be there and all that good stuff. But, hey, man, I just want to say again, congratulations on the wedding. And, hey, you already know what it is, man. We've been rocking with you for a while now. That's Yes, like sir, said, since man, the start. Hey, man, we're in the corner, bro. Do your thing. I appreciate and, it. Uh, yeah, I'll uh... – if you, if anybody that's in the comments that wants something with the Fox Sports, all you have to do once again is just follow my page. Like I said, I post uh, definitely fight week. I post almost every day. You know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'll post. The day of the fight, I'll post. So obviously, when I'm down there, you know, uh, the week of the fight, I'll get a lot more information in person. So if you're paying attention to my page, I promise you, you won't miss nothing. I uh, I always make sure to reach out to my fans and. Uh, you know, whether I win, lose, or draw, you usually hear from me within the hour after my fight. So, well, um, make sure they know their your social media is for anybody that ain't got them and just checking us out uh, on the side over here, man. Yup, uh, Brett Wilbur Martin is my my main Facebook page. Uh, Brett Big Dog Martin is the fight Facebook page, and uh, Big Dog Two Eight Five on Instagram. And uh, yeah, like I said, man, I appreciate you. Don't you don't use guys. your Twitter, do you? No, nah, no, nah, never really been a t- Twitter guy, but it sounds like when you get to the UFC, they kind of make you because that's how they do all their betting and whatnot. That's <laughs> that's the only reason why I, I don't, I was never on social media. My old lady, the only thing my Facebook's full of is her tagging me in pictures with the kids and shit like yep, that. Yep. And that's how that's, I, be, I, I hopped on Twitter, man, because literally you can get straight interaction with a lot of fighters i get you yeah know, no that's you get a lot shit. of like the the fastest you usually the feed on instagram or yeah. facebook is from twitter when you see fight yeah. fight finishes or fight interviews so i'm sure i'll come around at some point it's just right now i'm not too worried about it you know like yeah. i said you start paying me a little bit more money man <laughs> I'll, uh, i'm open to whatever but right now i'm I, like i said my put my plate's pretty full um yeah. sorry my dog <laughs> my cord <laughs> Your dog's telling you it's time to go, man. We're getting yeah, towards that good. time. Make sure you follow us at KO3C Pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you're watching this on YouTube by the time it's up, you're probably looking at the buttons right now, right there in front of you. Like we said, follow this man on all his social medias and make sure you're checking it out October 30th, live on Fox Sports as he takes on Bigfoot Silva. And also make sure you're checking that out so you also see fellow Michigan native. Darren Crookshank doing his yes, thing sir. on yes, sir. October 30th as well. Darren, if you watch this, bro, I've been telling you forever, man, let's bring you on the show. Let's do this yeah. shit. Until next That's time good. and in the in-between time, peace. <laughs>